Okay, I guess you guys aren't ready for that yet. But your kids are gonna love Back to the Come Book Bullies with Nurse New Bully, my host Leroy, aka Bob Barkley, with my co-host. Yeah, this is Eli, aka Bro Chacho. There you go, <laughs> my Bro Chacho. Okay, and you may think you know uh, Bob Barkley is a real person. It's not a real person. He can't hurt you. I just made this shit up. So don't let your mind do a, a Mandela effect on you. Uh, yeah, so we're back with another episode, and we're just gonna just jump into it. Like I said, it's a slight light week. And you know what? I don't mind a light week because I don't think anybody died, Eli. This week, no, nobody that we know of. Nobody that we know of. But if you know somebody, we know our you know <laughs> our condolences. <laughs> but the way we start off this show, if nobody died, I mean, I always get I get a chance to get into some weird shit before we get into the podcast. Don't worry, Eli. Cartoon porn will be later on. Won't be this week. But we are going to talk about something you want to talk about. Uh, and that is what we're going to talk about. Okay. Oh, yeah. So your favorite show, I think your favorite show based on what you did two episodes ago, Stranger Things. Haven't seen it. Don't know what the fuck's going on with it. Have no clue. But it's such a popular show that it has invaded like the cultural zeitgeist, if you want to, if you will. And yeah. this, this scene in particular, I don't know what the fuck is going on in this scene. I know this scene has went viral. It's been a big thing. And the reason of the, the scene has been going viral not because of the scene, because like I said, I don't know what the hell's going on. It's because of the song that was playing in the scene. And apparently yeah. it was by, yeah, it was because I just looked on Spotify. So that's the whole thing we're going to start off with. Kate Bush, we're going to start off with Kate Bush. So apparently Kate Bush, big time artist in the 80s, who I've never heard of, even though I am I was in the 80s at the time, never heard of. And I, I, I think I know why I haven't heard of her. But this is... Uh, Stranger Things has made this her second biggest single of all time. So right now she has like the number one single in America from a song she made back in the 80s, like 30 plus years ago. So I think yeah. that's in, in fucking insane that she does that. And not only that, like the song is everywhere. Like I have heard people playing it down the street, like in their car, bumping it like like it's, <laughs> they're not playing Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion. They're playing Kate Bush. It's, it's the 80s all over again. I mean, let me think. We got Kate Bush, <laughs> number one song in America. Top Gun is the number one movie in America. Uh, we're beefing with Rush again. It's the 80s, Eli. <laughs> Everything comes around again. I don't think Top Gun is number one. I heard Jurassic Park beat its ass. Okay, so a dinosaur movie beat I just, it. I, I just want to gloat because fuck Top Gun. <laughs> it's a dinosaur movie. Okay, so technically an 80s movie got beat by a 90s movie. Okay. We'll we'll let them have that. But the thing is, Eli, if we're gonna start start with the '80s, we need to bring all this stuff back. First off, bring all the Kate Bush's stuff back because I I was just started listening to her stuff. Like I haven't heard the song before for Netflix. I went to Spotify. This is a song. The song stuck in my head all week. Digging into her stuff, saw some other music she had. I didn't know that the Maxwell song, this woman's work, like a a, a very very popular R and B song, was her song. She did it first, and he got famous off of it. I was like, whoa, that's a thing. I didn't know that. So 
my thing and then my thing is this okay since fortnite want to rip off everybody and take everybody's stuff like rappers and tiktok stuff like that do this dance put this dance in fortnite this is because i didn't know she was a dancer too so she like had this <laughs> hot ass dance back then i want to i don't even go to the club i want to go to the club and do that dance just for that and then leave <laughs> you know uh so yeah the like she, store <laughs> They'll kick me out the grocery store, but if I do it in the club, they'll probably kick me out there too. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? Uh, yeah, so like I said, if you're going to do some 80s stuff, man, bring back all the 80s stuff, man. Bring back the Jerry Curl. We're going to rock it next week, Eli. I'm going to get one. You're going to get one? Well, well you know? what's his face? Uh, 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 in Pulp Fiction, he tried to remember uh, Jules of Samuel uh, Jules. Jackson. Pulp Samuel Jackson tried to bring back the Jerry, <laughs> yeah, the Jerry Curl. Well, and, and he pulled it off, but you can't do it like Samuel Jackson did. But like I said, if you did it like Randy Watson when he did it, you can do it then. But here's the thing, Eli, the Jerry Curl might be coming back because guess what happened to the MTV Awards? Lil Nas X rocked it. Right. So, I, I, yeah. I, didn't I mean, see let's it, not pretend like all the 80s fashion wasn't made by the LGBTQ community anyway. So might as well bring it all back. So, yeah. Uh -oh. I mean, like, yeah, like yeah. members only jackets. And uh, I mean, I've I want... been, I last couple of years, I've been rocking the fucking board tropical board shorts during summer just oh you know, you know that you know that's you know that's the, the fashion for the summer right yeah well like that's that the fashion was a big, for the summer yeah that was like a big thing with the pastel color the neon ocean pacific vision oh i thought you were talking shit. about the shorts above your knees i thought you're gonna bring those back oh no 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 man give, give him a little leg action this this summer no. Eli. I, I yeah see no no, I see no one no one needs to see my my, 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 you know? <laughs> my, my nuggets fucking dangling out my bottom <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna catch you're gonna catch a chick in the grocery store just looking yeah i know you see it <laughs> let's go to the callers uh fat yeah, t what up, up. T, you in the 80s do you remember hey, how do we not know how do i not know kate bush eli she looks like victoria principal how do i not know her yeah, I, I don't recall. Like, I reckon I remember some of the songs. I didn't know who did them. It's just, it's just one of those artists. Just that, one of those know, artists. That, now, yeah. I, I honestly, this is the reason I don't know who she is. Now, I have an excuse. I don't know about you, Eli, but I have an excuse. First off, if uh, I only knew you if you was on the R&B station back in the 80s or if you <laughs> made a song that passed for R&B stations. So if you were a black artist or a white artist that made black music, like, for instance, I knew Michael McDonald. I knew Vanilla Ice. I knew them because that's the type of music they made. Kate Bush wasn't getting played, you know, uh, with Earth, Wind, and Fire or, you know, Cameo or anything like that. Plus, yeah. MTV didn't, yeah. play her, didn't play her video. And the reason they didn't play yeah. it because she didn't limp seek it. So they were like, and so if you didn't play it on MTV and you went on an R&B station, I didn't know who you were. You know, that's just me. But all yeah, all this retro eighty uh, shit that's been going on for the past like five, yeah. six, seven yeah. years now. You know, I, it's like yeah, they're bringing back all these songs from the eighties, and a lot of them I do recognize, but I, I I don't know the artist. You know, so that that's that's been a thing. I mean, yeah, there's been a bunch of, like that's Stranger Things. That's all they do is they bring back like, these old songs from the eighties, and uh, uh, and it, and some of them I know, some of them I don't. But yeah, you know. Did you see that one South Park episode <laughs> where they kind of made uh -uh. fun of it? Oh, <laughs> uh, which one? Made fun of what? They were like, let's let's go on an adventure, like, and and then he had to like play the uh, your super awesome '80s mix, and they go to Spotify, and then they start playing like all the lame songs, <laughs> like a <laughs> like a Richard Mark song. Oh, like, like the old James Gunn dad rock he be doing on a <laughs> Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy. Yeah, something like what? The, I thought I thought you're gonna play some awesome '80s mood. This is a Richard Marks, 1986. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Damn, no, I, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. Now we can get to the podcast. Like I'm done with my weird shit. We can get to the podcast. Uh, let's see. What are we going to start off with first? I'm trying to see. Hold up. Let's go to the callers. See what we got here. Uh, I didn't think that song was really good. Just that moment in the episode. I guess. I guess depending on how you remix it. You know, everybody always remixes everything. You know, nowadays. I didn't know the either. I was a kid. 80s baby. I'm sure I heard it. I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't know her music. I didn't know who she to, was. He used to rock fucking Cindy Lauper. He was rocking, you know, Cindy Oh, we we not gonna shit on Cindy Lauper now. Come on now, Cindy Lauper was a big deal. Girls hey, just wanna have fun. We was all are on good that enough. Shit. Hey. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Cindy Lauper is is a sacred cow on this podcast. All right, so like I said, we're gonna jump into it. Like I said, some people have saw a trailer. We're just gonna just briefly talk about this because we saw a trailer. Or should we, you know, or should we start with the Eli? Should we start with something else? Hey, it's on you, man. I, I'm just, I'm just along for the ride. Okay, <laughs> just, just riding the bus. Okay, fuck <laughs> it. Let's just get this. This is knock this out the way. Let's see. Uh, no, not that. Oh, uh, not that. Where is it? Anyway, we're gonna talk about Black Adam trailer. We're gonna talk about the back Black Adam trailer. Uh, like I said, it was just something briefly that happened. We're just gonna talk about it. Uh, did it give me goosebumps when I saw it? Was it like the greatest thing I ever saw? Nah, it was a thing that happened that came and went. And it was like, okay, The Rock is a superhero now. Okay, cool. You know, let's just run through the people who's all showing up in it. Like, the, oh, not him. He's in it. But yeah, so we got Hawkman, but we don't know who that is. Now, I do want to say something about Hawkman. He is the most convoluted DC character there is. I don't care how hardcore DC fan you ask. Ask the, ask the DC fan that you know who is Hawkman and what's his origin. And they're just going to stutter for five minutes. I'm like, well, he's, uh, uh, they, don't, they don't know. DC doesn't even know. So I don't know what they're going to do with them on this movie. They'll narrow it down. So he's going to be a space cop. He's going to be a Egyptian prince or both or hot girl <laughs> Re- reincarnated as a dude. I don't know. They just do whatever the fuck they want to. This don't know who that is. I'm, I almost guarantee I will bet money that in the comics, she's white redhead. I you know thought why I know she that? was Starfire. <laughs> Not... She could have been Star. What a f- okay. <laughs> now you're triggering me, Eli. Now you're triggering me because she could have been Starfire. We can't find anybody look like Starfire. Look at this. That's Starfire. You know. But here's the thing. Or Starfire's I mean, cousin or something. Fire. Fire. <laughs> Orange fire. Whatever. Brown fire. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. But here's my thing. I guarantee you, she's a white redhead. Why? Because Hollywood hates redheads even more than they hate black people. So I guarantee you, that's what they did. You know. What do we got here? Okay, Eli, I have to eat my words. I might have to eat a cheeseburger on this one because I said, okay, because it's, it's Pierce Brosnan playing Dr. Fate. And I was like, there's no way that Pierce Brosnan, yeah, everybody thinks he's he's James Bond. He's going to come back in looking James Bondish. No, he's going to come in looking like Colonel Sanders. He's going to look all sh- disheveled. He's not going to look suave. He's not going to look smooth. Well, he looks like James Bond. You know, look like he just walked in and just said, the name's Fate, Dr. Fate. You know, look like that, you know. So I'll eat a pizza on that. All right, here's the big one. Silver Fox, man. The chicks like that shit. These that, that's, that's, what's, that's what's in now. Jerry Curls and, and gray hair. You know. All right, so <laughs> let's let's talk about uh, Adam Smasher. Now, every, of course, the, I see the memes. The memes are already going crazy. People are already saying, oh, he looks like Deadpool. I'm really going with that. Like, people haven't been wearing that damn mask for, for decades. Like, Spider-Man's like that. And plus, we're not even going to start about dead people are ripping off Deadpool. Deadpool is a ripoff. He's a ripoff yeah. of Deathstroke the Terminator. For people that don't know that, I don't know how you've been listening to the podcast and don't know that. They even took his name. 
it's Deathstroke's name, Wade Wilson. No, I'm sorry. His, Deathstroke's name, other Slade Wilson. Yeah, other way around. Yeah, he's <laughs> Slade Wilson. Deadpool is Wade Wilson. Same origin. They're both mercenaries, took some kind of super soldier serum, got healing abilities, killed people for money. Both start off as bad guys, now anti-heroes. Both shoot a bunch of guns and shit like that. Deathstroke don't tell jokes. That's that's his only thing. He doesn't tell jokes. So, so I don't know where people are getting that shit from. So, hold up. What we got here? Uh, can we stop recognizing what a great month June has been for movies and series? Has it? Uh, it's only one weekend, but sure. Okay. You know, you know what, you know what, Eli, you know what he's talking. You know what he's talking about? Top Gun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Top Gun came out on Memorial Day. <laughs> I, I don't know. We, we, I'm pretty sure that's what he's talking about. But yeah, uh, but yeah, that's what's going on right now. So, like I said, the Black Adam trailer. We don't know who he's fighting. We don't know if he's the bad guy, who's the villain. This is just another thing that DC is doing with it, just making a whole bunch of villain movies because Black Adam is also a villain. You got Joker, you got Harley Quinn, you got Suicide Squad, you got Black Adam. So they've been having success with villain movies, and they've just been cranking it out. So, yeah. I, I do have, a, I did get a sense, a feeling of uh, colonialization or whatever theme going on when he's going to oh, break, break it down, for break it down, because I didn't, I didn't get that, but I want to hear well, what you go when, when were, I mean, they were talking about, oh, you're not a good guy, or you're not a hero, heroes don't kill, and he's like, I do, and all this shit. And then, basically, it sounds like he's going to defend with a conduct or whatever he's from. Right. He, he's know, basically that, Magneto. He's basically DC. Yeah, Magneto. that he's going to make, he's going to carve out his own territory and protect his own people from outsiders. Outsiders. So that, yeah. that, that's what I got from it. Like that. That this is what that's his motivation. Yeah, to make. Yeah, Magneto's only a good guy when you look at it from. Oh, I'm just protecting mutants. You know. Right. Forget. Forget the mass genocide and trying to wipe out the human race, all that you know, all the times he tried to do that shit. But he is trying to protect his people, you know. So I think that's what I got the sense out of, like he, oh, I'm gonna protect my country or protect my land. So yeah. that's what and I like. Got. I said we 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 think that's where to go, and that sounds like a good plot. Like I said, you're already writing a better movie than what they're gonna give us anyway, you know. But we we'll see how. Sorry, we go. don't mean to get anybody's hopes up high. <laughs> <laughs> you do it every time, like damn. <laughs> Oh man, but there are people saying that the, the, the movie uh, Black Adam does seem like deja vu, not just the Deadpool thing, but also certain scenes they noticed in the oh, trailer. Yeah. Does that look familiar? Yeah, of course. It looks like, you know, Iron Man. You can't you can't redo that scene and not people have people think about that, you know. So that's a thing. So yeah. I don't know. I'm excited for it, even though the trailer didn't do it for me. But I'm a, I'm gonna watch it, you know. Uh, Black Adam loves his character, loves the issue that he uh, the Rock looks like. Oh, that's another thing. Yeah, how to with the characters written and coming. No, Rock is not even gonna try. <laughs> that's no, the thing. He's gonna play the Rock. Rock yeah, Rock is gonna play the Rock. Rock didn't even. I mean, yes, he looks like Black Adam. Knows he doesn't have the weird ears. He doesn't have the the widow's peak receding hairline. He's just the Rock. That's he it. Doesn't have the the Romulan Gunabra. <laughs> <laughs> right, none of that is there. He's just gonna play the rock. That's it. That's all he. That's all he showed if up for. If you could smell what Adam is cooking, <laughs> that's exactly. He's gonna show up as the people's champion. That's how he's playing the rock. I mean, playing Black Adam. That's it. Uh, but okay, Hawkman, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take this shoe, turn it sideways, stick it up your candy ass. <laughs> turn that some bitch up your candy ass, your jabroni. He probably would say all yeah. this stuff. Funny thing about Black Adam, this movie strudel, has been yeah. <laughs> right. This movie has been in development for so long. Black, uh, The Rock actually had this role before Robert Downey Jr. had the role in Iron Man. Like, that's how long this movie has been oh, in development. Wow. Yes, I, I looked it up. I'm not even making that up. So, 
they didn't know whether he was going to be like a villain in a Shazam movie. Then they're like, you know what? Let's just split the movie up, give him his own movie. So this movie has been in development forever. But like I said, DC is going to DC. Matter of fact, Eli, I think I, I think I even told you at the beginning of this year that Flash movie was not going to come out this year. And that's before all that weird shit that uh, Ezra Miller got into. Oh, yeah. He's so. losing his fucking mind. <laughs> he's into some other shit now. We're not going to get into it. But, yeah, but it, it's a thing. All right. Moving on past that, we're talking about Black Adam. We'll we revisit Black Adam because it is coming out this year. And they have some prequel comics coming out based on each JSA member also. So we'll review those. Well, I review those if we can. Uh, had his role back then. <laughs> yes. He got the role when he had hair. <laughs> when he was, we fat, got when a, he was chubby. <laughs> right. When he was kind of chubby, you know, before he got into all the roids and shit. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah, he actually looked more like Black Adam back in the early 2000s. When well, he looked like me, <laughs> <laughs> Eli. Now I'm gonna Photoshop you, Eli. <laughs> can I do that brow? Can I do that? Can I? Can I the do people. That? I already told I, you, I, like I, the Rock is basically the like, eyebrow. Yeah, the Rock is both our cousins. Like I said, if we did a, uh, that's as close as I can get it. It sounds like I'm having a stroke. Looks like I'm. Uh, fuck, I can't do it. I used to be able to do it. I can't do it anymore. It's, I used to practice this shit, but nah, I'm fucking. I was like, I huh? I can't do it. <laughs> but like I said, the that Rock is so both thanks. our cousins. If we did a fusion dance right now, both of us would turn to the Rock. Muscle That's steroids. Right. We both everything. can claim them. Yeah. We both can claim them. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. So now let's talk about. Oh. I don't know how we're going to talk about that. We're going to try to talk about this. Okay, this is a thing that has been all over the internet. Like these comic book podcast creator, YouTuber, neckbeard, adult dudes have been just going crazy over this hey, show hey, about hey, this 16-year-old girl. Take, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have, we have to be triggered by this. We have to be triggered by this, Eli. We have to be emotional over this 16-year-old girl. Oh, because the way the internet is right now, that apparently... Miss Marvel is either in two camps. It is either regarded as the greatest thing ever or the worst thing in the in the signal signaling of the downfall of society. It can't be both. It's got to be one or the other. So, Eli, I'm going to give it to you first. Which is it? Is it the greatest thing ever or the worst thing ever? It can't be anything in between. Because uh, anything in between on the internet doesn't it's exist. It's the greatest thing ever, man. It's Marvel. They can no do no <laughs> there, there you go. You woke <laughs> leftist lip tart. <laughs> yeah. <You can't. laughs> oh man. Okay. So I'ma just get it. I'm gonna just say what I gotta say about this uh Miss Marvel thing, but I'm gonna just try to be as objective as possible. I'm not gonna fly off the handle. I'm not gonna do a two-hour rant where we break down every single scene about how everything sucks and how it's just signifying how how much disney sucks also no i'm just breaking down how it is okay it's exactly what i thought it was going to be it's exactly what marvel marketed it as it's basically a sitcom from the tgif in the 90s with superpowers that's all it is that's all they sold us to it and i'm fine with that i'm okay with that it doesn't have to be the greatest thing ever doesn't have to be the worst thing ever sometimes a thing can just be a thing you know Sometimes it just be just whatever. And that's what it was. Like I said, it was it was more of a sick. It had, a matter of fact, the plot of the pilot was a typical sitcom plot. Yes, she wants to go to AvengerCon and blah, 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 stuff like that. All of this, she wants to sneak out and go to a party. That's it. Every sitcom has ever done that. Uh, it's no different from Vanessa wanting to have big fun in the Cosby show. And that one episode that everybody knows about. It's the same thing. She wants to sneak out, go to a party. 
you know, it happens. So that's the thing. And I was actually into that. Will she make it to the party? Will she get in trouble? I didn't care about where her saving the world and, you know, destroying gas and shit like that. We've done that before. We just had Moon Knight fight a big alligator or some shit like that. You know, just leave it low level. Keep boots to the ground. Keep it low key. You know, let us know what the what the internet, I mean, what the uh, real people of the MCU feels like. And plus, Eli, out of all the superheroes that we've seen so far, she's the most relatable to us. Because she's also a podcaster that gets only two views within a month. So <laughs> I related that, you know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, my thing is, you know, uh, honestly, I thought they were going to get deep into this episode. for Because there was something going on in this episode that I thought would actually like had some meat to it. And I thought they were going to dig into it, but they kind of like dipped a toe in it and dipped out because they want to piss off people. First off, I mean, like I said, we got to talk about that the show is about a Muslim character and about a Muslim family, about or basically an over-religious family. Like whether yeah. you're Muslim or not, some people can relate to that. Now, her thing is that she wants to go to this uh, party, con, whatever you want to call it. It's a thing. She wants to wear tight clothes. She wants to cosplay. And I thought the show was going to get into a, a, a commentary about women just wanting to do sexy cosplay. You know, that don't care anything about it. They just want to just show off their bodies, just get into that and stuff like that. But they didn't. They they talked about it briefly, but they didn't go into it. They even show like this chick wearing like some some sexy uh uh Captain Marvel, not Captain Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel clothes, you know, that doesn't know anything about this stuff, that doesn't know anything about the Avengers, doesn't know anything about Miss Marvel. She just wanna just, you know, wear some, you know, wear some shit that just make it look sexy, you know. And it's I thought the they were gonna yeah. Yeah, for the click. So I thought they were going to dig into that and get into that about basically how you got this over-religious, overbearing mother that doesn't want to... Because the one thing about Miss Marvel is that she can't be... I'm talking about the Camilla Khan version, not the Carol Dan version. The Camilla Khan version can't be overly sexualized. I mean, that's just not in the DNA. It's not in the character. Now, Carol Danvers, when she was Miss Marvel, she was always sexualized. But of course, when they made her Captain Marvel, they kind of toned that down, made her more gender neutral, gave her the Captain... Thing. They they did that on purpose, you know, because she was basically a sex symbol in the seventies, or as much as a sex symbol a comic book character could be in Marvel, you know. But I'm trying to think what else I could say about this show. Um, like I said, some of the jokes were hit and miss. It's pretty much a typical Disney stuff. But like I said, if you grew up watching TG TGIF, you know, with Step by Step and Full House and Sister Sister and Family Matters and Smart Guy and all the shit like that wonder years all that shit like that it's 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 right in there boy meets world it's it's right there you know it could fit you could yeah. stick it right there and behind because i think with miss marvel i think the plan with this show was always to make it a show i don't think it was ever going to be a movie like hawkeye was at one time or you know anything i think it was just going to be a tv show because that's the format the show always was uh right oh yeah let's see what we got Lots of parallels, the origin of Avengers, uh, in-game, festival party, relationship with parents. I like the background animations. Yeah, it, it, it basically was trying to feel like Spider- I think it was trying to feel like Spider-Verse. I think that's the uh, the angle that the Spider-Man movies were trying to do. But, of course, they were a lot bigger. Of course, you got them teaming up with Iron Man and shit like that. And Avengers popping in left and right and multiverse and shit like that. But at the beginning, it did feel like it was, okay, what do you do? What is the ground level feel about the Avengers. And I feel like that's what this show is, is doing, you know, but yeah. all right, what, what, what you thought about it? Well, I mean, I think, well, back to about the Spider-Verse. I mean, th- I think Kamala Khan is a Spider-Man inspired character, the, the, the Peter Parker motif, you know, mm-hmm. the teenage superhero juggling the pressures of, of adolescence, the pressures of high school, 
with with being a superhero. I mean, I, that that's Kamala Khan's arc in the comics, and that's Peter Parker. So there's the, there's those uh, connections um, between that. So that I thought that was pretty strongly, you know, highlighted as far as yeah, the neurotic superhero. She's dealing with all the pressures of, you know, coming of age, growing up, and then she gets these powers and then has to learn the responsibility of the powers. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was all right. But, yeah, I mean, as far as the show, I thought it was like a slightly better Naomi. <laughs> hey, yeah, I, I saw the comment earlier. Dear Miami, actually reminded me more of Stargirl than that because it started there almost Stargirl. had it was the same thing, and and that's the thing about this. Yeah. Like, we, like when you said the Spider-Man motif, you hit the nail right on the head because this is the same thing. Dorky teenager gets superpowers. So Hollywood was about to learn what comic was Stan Lee learned back in the '60s, long time ago. That storyline is a license to print money. Anytime you do that storyline, yeah. you make money. Static, Miles Morales, Miss Marvel, Naomi, like we talking about, Star Girl, like we talking about, Smallville. All this shit like that, it was the same thing. Anytime you do that, it's a hit. You know, whether you like it or not, I mean, because guess what? Yeah. Marvel finally made a show aimed at kids. Wow. Why did it take so long? I mean, like, aimed directly at kids. You know, it's weird, yeah. but yeah, that's the, that's the shit we're doing now. So, yeah. But I like the, like, visually, like, I, I surprisingly like this a lot better than I thought I was going to mm-hmm. because, yeah, it is a show. I'm not in the demographic, obviously, you know, <laughs> but, I, but I think what kept me interesting is the visual style is very, it popped a lot. I liked how it used like comic book art mm-hmm. in, and incorporated it into the filmmaking with the, the stuff going on in the backgrounds, her thoughts, the thought bubbles, you know, stuff that we've seen in like into the spider verse and just using comic book art as a, in, in, into the incorporating that into, you know, cinema. You know, making it cinema, <laughs> making comic book art cinematic. And I really dug on that. A lot of the shots, a lot of the stuff going on in the background, you know, seeing the things in the back or her thoughts in the background. I thought right. that was really cool. You know, or like so when that, she's laying down, the camera like rotates around and stuff like that. Yeah, like, actually like, put yeah. thought into the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was visually, it was very visually um, engaging. Yeah. So that that's yeah. pro- like I said, it was, it was totally CW, but just with more money <laughs> right you know <laughs> and, and you know what i kind of knew the visual style was going to be up past what we normally expect in a sitcom because these are the same guys that did bad boys four or three. Oh, really which is three or three three bad boys three it was called bad boys for life but it's bad boys three it's the weirdest shit ever so the incident movie ended marvel gave those guys a call and they wanted because you know they're they're middle eastern also you know as they were like yeah, do the, do the Miss Marvel thing. And, you know, so far it's pretty good, you know. I mean, like I said, for visual style, everything like that. Everything else is typical sitcom stuff you expect. Uh, Hold up. Keith T. Uh, Keith T. Jim is, is listening right now. He wanted you to ask about Darkwinds. I don't know what that is. Oh, but, I, uh, we were just discussing that. Like, Keith, yeah. We were just discussing that before we started recording. I only watched the first episode. I want to watch the second one and get a more, uh, you know, get get a better handle on it and then collect my thoughts because i like just watched it before we started recording but yeah i want i figure at some point i'm going to talk about dark winds and uh all that but i've been on i've been in i've been on on the internet kind of registering my concerns about the show already but overall i i enjoyed it you know for for the most part you know i'm I'm just glad that native actors are getting some work so (laughs) nice but yeah but we we will revisit the next week or two 
yeah, I, let me let me watch the rest of the episodes and uh, I'll, I'll I'll chime in on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I think we okay. We don't miss Marvel. We may revisit Miss Marvel. Yeah. We'll see unless it goes to some epic cosmic shit. If it's just more, you know, TGIF, Family Matters shit, we like. Eh. Okay. And I, one you thing know. I will say about Miss Marvel is it's funny that it's it's leaning into nostalgia because Avengers movies are over ten years old now. That now it's drawing now those original, you know, Iron Man the kids. And, yeah, Phase One now. Yeah, yeah, Phase <laughs> One is now nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they're kids that grew up with the MCU now. Yeah. You know, so I, I think that's, so. that's some, you know, I don't know if it's clever or not, but hey, nostalgia sells. <laughs> the member yeah. berries. The member berries are, are are hanging low. <laughs> 616, man. What, what's going on? Yeah, Black Adam, The Rock, the movie. You know what? And I'm fine with that. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anybody expecting anything else but that, you know. Super uh, rock. Now, yeah, especially <laughs> for my girls. Yeah, they would yeah dig- like I said. Fat T, they they will love it. If you got yeah. girls, they I don't see why they wouldn't like this show. Yeah, you know? it's 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 she's a you know a, a girl of color mm-hmm. growing up in a contemporary setting, dealing with the same shit. Yeah, she's got a YouTube channel. She's all into like nerdy shit, and yeah, and then she gets cosplay, all this shit like yeah. that. So yeah, yeah. and um, uh, people are kind of freaking out over the way she got her powers, and it ain't the oh, it ain't the okay, mist okay. and. And yeah, okay, first off, let me address that because that was the thing and I kind of held off on that. But now, I understand to a point why Marvel changed that stuff. One, because her stretchy power shit does kind of look like Mr. Fantastic and they kind of, you know, they want Mr. Fantastic to be the guy. So they can't have two stretchy people. They can't have Plastic Man and Elongated Man on the same team running around and shit. You know, can't do that. Yeah. Uh, two, she can't be tied to humans because... <laughs> The inhumans <laughs> suck. That's why. So they can't have her but have dude, this lock shit. Lockjaw, man, lockjaw. <laughs> and right, and even the actress piss. I want to be an inhuman. Shut the fuck up. You don't want to be. Lock, you can be whatever you know, the fuck Kevin Feige tells you to be. <laughs> you know. That could uh, be. Could, that could be Marvel's Baby Yoda, lockjaw. <laughs> <laughs> right. They tried. They tried and failed. <laughs> failed spectacularly. You know. But it just seems uh, like so, she's got the bracelet. It just seems like they were. She was getting the the magic minority trinket with the super abilities and that's what gave it they're trying to tie, tie it to the culture or some or maybe tie it to moon Knight, you know or something well, well like that's that. the thing yeah. because okay because i'm still trying to figure out where that brace come from okay yes you could say trying to tie, to tie it to the culture in my opinion well one of my first thoughts were that they were trying to tie it to the quantum bands and the quantum bands are tied to another superhero that they'll probably never have in marvel universe quasar oh not only quasar quasar got the quantum bands from captain marvel I mean, like the OG Captain Marvel, Marvel, got it from him, who also got it from another guy called Marvel Boy. <laughs> so it's been it's been passed down to the Marvels. So I'm thinking, like, if you give her quantum bands, it make her more Marvel-y. So when you put her in with the rest of the Marvels, she kind of more fits in where you got Captain Marvel with shooty powers and, you know, Spectrum with shooty powers. And now she's got shooty powers. I said she wouldn't fit in if she had stretchy powers. So it's all, you know, it's family thing i guess oh, i don't yeah. i don't know or if she does yeah. it, it looked more like green lanternish like instead of in biggin you know well, like well but that's does. what that's what quasar was that's yeah it quasar looked like was, yeah it yeah. looked like she was just oh, i'm gonna form form a giant arm or something like yeah kinda like and, green lantern you know and plus let's be honest we're, we're translating to tv those shooty lighting effects are easier to pull off than having her stretch 
we've seen stretchy powers in these movies before and they don't work we've seen what it looked like in those jessica alba fantastic four movies so let's just save our budget do light lightning stuff make it look more real, make, realistic we can make it that easier to make nobody will complain of course people are gonna complain anyway so doesn't matter I, I didn't think people got that really pissed off about stretchy powers anyway. If you're gonna do that, let's just make a new character. Like, what the fuck, man? She still stretches, just lightning stretches. Whatever. I mean, it still feels like Camilla Khan. From what I know of Camilla Khan, it still feels yeah. like her. You yeah. know, she she was pretty. No, the actress was fine, and yeah, I heard she. Yeah, six one six man. Yeah, she's upset about this six one six thing. Look, what what's what's today? Today is. The thirteenth. Okay, so we can't Monday. do anything for June the sixteenth. Sorry, six one six man, we can't do anything for June sixteenth because we won't be recording that day. I may make a post, but people are getting too bitchy about this whole six one six thing. I'm not gonna get into it. It's like it's it's not that big of a deal. Here's how I think about the six one six thing. Now people are saying that the the MCU isn't the six one six. It's Earth one nine 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 nine. Like Bone Thugs and Harmony, whatever <laughs> shit like that. I don't know what the fuck you know. But the comics are 616. So in my mind, how I rationalize it, because I thought about it, you know, the, the comics are the 2D plane, the 2D multiverse. So that's 616. Leave it alone. Meanwhile, you got the MCU, which is the 3D plane, 616. So they're both 616, just on three, you know, three-dimensional things. That, that's how I rationalize it. And if I put too much thought into it, yes, I did. But that's okay. I just thought, these are movies. <laughs> 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 like it's they are not adapting. that serious <laughs> yeah they're just a movie they're just adapted from the funny books just, look that's all. ask gomer gomer is pissed about this shit gomer is pissed he is triggered <laughs> over this shit oh <laughs> uh, agree you get tired to the humans people will completely be confused yeah they don't want to do anything with the humans you know just leave her alone uh actress as an interview fan yeah school yeah the mcu is based on yeah that's the thing and people are pissed pissed off about just because she's got shooty lightning powers instead of stretchy power like the mcu don't change shit all the time they do whatever the fuck they want to so why die on this hill i don't i don't get it it's is anybody complaining about hot aunt may no <laughs> people were <laughs> ageism like shut the fuck up man get out the way uh yeah basically so multiverse so yeah let's let's move on past that and plus it's like dc the way i think about it. like in dc no matter what earth you go to every earth thinks they're earth one so if you go to injustice universe think they're earth one you go to black superman universe evil nazi superman universe they all think they're earth one because no matter where you go it's different so it may be the same in uh marvel every universe thinks they're the six i'm i'm sorry i'm i'm too much thought too much thought into this uh x-men are better than humans uh i mean yeah water is wet well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay eli and i'm, I, I'm even in. an x-men yeah. fan and i agree <laughs> you don't like the inhumans what <laughs> okay <laughs> oh man all right so uh this this is on you eli like i said we go i'm a, i want to hear you talk about this and i want you to spoil it for me let it rip don't care give it to me whatever you got well, there's not much to say about the new episode of Obi-Wan other than I was wrong. All that shit that I bitched about last week, I was just bitching to the wind. O'Shea hmm. Jackson is not Quinlan Voss. Quinlan Voss didn't oh. even show up yet. So okay, O'Shea so Jackson. Yet. But you said you said yet. You said yet. So he's coming? Yeah, well, I, I, he, who knows if he's going to show up. But O'Shea Jackson is playing some other character um, that's not even a Jedi. So he's just a dude. He's just a 
a guy, a, a rebel, someone on the Rebel Alliance. Um, but his wife was killed. Wife was a Jedi or was force sensitive, and she was killed by the Inquisitors. So, wait, 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 wait. Okay, hold up. He had a wife that was a Jedi. Yeah, she was married. Wasn't it like like this is ten years after? Ten years after Order sixty six, man. They can. Oh, okay, 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 okay. (laughs) Fuck it. Jedi can get laid now, man. She just she just grabbed the first dick she could find after Order sixty (laughs) six. Yeah, Um, yeah. So people are speculating who she was, or you know, you know, you know, because that's what Star Wars fans did. Um, But this this episode was a little bit. (laughs) <laughs> yes, this this episode was a little bit of a lull. They, you know, Obi Wan, she, uh, Leia got captured by the Inquisitors, and they took her back to the the Inquisitor fortress. And Obi Wan had to go break her out, you know, go save her. Um, one big revelation that did show up spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen is that the the base or the the fortress that the Inquisitors are in. They have a tomb of all a bunch of dead Jedi mm. down there. So that, okay. that was like that was the pretty big wow moment. You know, um, all the like a bunch of dead Jedi corpses are like being preserved in the, like these tanks and stuff like that. Um, of course, people was like, oh, did you see Mace Windu? That's not Mace Windu. Dude had both his hands. So <laughs> maybe they regrouped. <laughs> Keep up alive. <laughs> What the hell is inhumanoids? inhumanoids. What are you talking that? about the fucking that cartoon in humanoids back in the day? No, I don't knows, know. I know the Herculoids. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, Fancy, for getting high to our podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, can you get bigger? Yeah. So I got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. So I mean, it, it was it was you know it was fine. I mean, the Obi Wan show hasn't been mind blowing for me. It's not like totally like oh you know jerking me off or anything. It's just it's just it's been fine, you know. Um, but yeah, not much happened. And I just yeah, and and Quinlan Voss hasn't showed up yet. Who knows if he will? Hmm. But O'Shea Jackson isn't Quinlan Voss, so we can all calm down. Yeah, okay. and he's still alive. <laughs> Okay, so right because he died. He order sixty six didn't get him. So hold up. yeah, let's go to the colors. What do we got here? Uh, answer the twist. Jabba ate the who? The ate Jedi. what Jedi? He ate a Jedi. Hmm. I don't remember that. I don't know what that is. Unless I missed something. I maybe I was high. Before. I missed something. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get high watching Star Wars, or maybe you can. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Okay, like I said, I'm going to skip Video Game 6 this week. I know it was a whole bunch of shit that dropped that Xbox had some kind of big thing. I didn't watch it. Sorry. I was working. Not this. Actual work. Getting paid, you know, to pay rent, you know. So I didn't get a chance to watch it. Sorry. I, I dropped the ball. But we're just going to just jump right into the next section. Like I said, this is Comic Book Bullies. We'll talk about the comic books. And Eli, a lot of stuff actually dropped this week that I want to talk about. Some big stuff happened, you know. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to let you go first, you know, see, see what we got. So. Oh really? Oh, I I read boring shit. Really? Okay. <laughs> well, I, the well, shit, I was and then the shit the shit that I that that you read I read too. So, but uh, okay. Well, I read some of the shit you read. Well, what should I start out? Yeah, I guess I'll go with um, I'll go with Poison Ivy. Uh, 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 uh. We saving it. We saving it because I read it too. We gonna say Poison we? Ivy. We gonna say Poison Ivy. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you want to go first? Fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Should I do Aquaman? I'll get Aquaman. How about Aquaman? Okay. Oh, let's do Aquaman. Aquaman. Let's do Aquaman. Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> Aquaman Andromeda, number one. This is a black label book. The DC black, la- black label is the non-continuity, uh, you know, storylines that and can go a little, go a little adult oriented as far as like, you know, they can swear and show nudity, but they swear. Basically, they swear mm-hmm. and go and show more graphic violence. So, um, this is uh, Aquaman. Before you, before you go, before you go, uh, Keith hit, Keith hit it with some more. I'm going to let you go. Okay, so Keith, sorry, he's on the Comic Book Bullies fan page, so I can't post it up here. But basically, okay. he was asking, yeah, he's basically asking about uh, Punisher. Are they going to change Punisher origin story to made him Punisher? No, they're not going to do that. Matter of fact, they already did that last week. We just didn't review it because we don't care about the book. What they did was changed the first person he killed when he was a kid or some shit but it didn't really change him oh that you know? that jason Aaron, that new that the punisher ninja book yeah talking about that yeah i'm not He's even reading that, that. <laughs> yeah i stopped reading it I, I i'm gonna read in trade but that's that's what keith is talking about right there so yeah they yeah, changed I, I some no, shit but yeah yeah I have but no in idea the grand in the grand scheme of things what they changed doesn't matter you know punish it frank still frank so okay yeah. aquaman Andromeda. Okay. Yeah, Let's... Aquaman Andromeda. So basically, this refers to um, there's this Andromeda is a, a you know a top secret experimental submarine that the government has made, and they sent to Point Nemo. Now, Point Nemo, for those who don't know, is an actual place on Earth. It's in the Pacific Ocean. It's where it's what they call the space the spaceship graveyard. NASA all and basically all the space programs around the world nasa russia china when they enter when the spaceships or space shuttles and rockets enter back into the earth's atmosphere they crash land into this area of the pacific ocean you know and that's where all the space garbage is you know and um they call it the 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 spaceship graveyard it's 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 like the for the furthest place in the in the ocean that's that's from land that's the furthest from land it's in middle of the pacific ocean so anyways this submarine this top secret experimental submarine gets gets uh called to go check out this i, I, uh, I got i got a question i go did you know that before you read this book you just knew that it'll top I, of your head i i've know i've known about i didn't know what it was called but i did know i didn't know that area. i've never heard of it before okay yeah yeah that there is an area where all the space garbage goes you know in the sea you know <laughs> Um, I just didn't point the Nemo, more right? you know. Okay. <laughs> and I'm sure they're talking to Captain Nemo from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Or Finding um, Nemo, you know. Or Finding, who's reference to Nemo, Captain Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but anyways, this, this submarine gets called there because something fell from space that wasn't a, a man-made rocket. So they go there to go check it out and they get attacked by a big giant kraken monster um aquaman goes there um and starts saving everybody and then black manta also goes there he's on his way there to go find out whatever the fuck it is so you got all these everybody going there to find out what the hell landed in the sea not sure what it is and they don't really imply what it is so it kind of like ended very like ambiguous so um yeah interesting premise the art is cool but it, it, i felt a little you know 
a little empty of an ending. Like it didn't get, it didn't like maybe go, Oh wow. I got to pick up the next issue, you know? So I don't know. I mean, I'll give it a three out of five. It, like I said, it, the art was Ram V who's doing, he's like, he's, he's, he's writing this. Okay. Book. Yeah. Art was really cool. Um, and the idea is really cool, but yeah, it, it, it was a little bit lackluster, I guess. And maybe there's another book that I read this week called where starships go to die, which is the same premise. It's point Nemo. (laughs) Is it, is it a DC book or is it? No, it's, I think aftershock or dynamite did it. It's an indie book, but it's, and it, it takes place in the future though, where something falls into the, Point Nemo, that place, the spaceship graveyard, and a bunch of, you know, a, a team of scientists go check it out. And they find, they dig up something and weird shit starts happening. I read these two books back to back, and maybe that wasn't a good idea because they're both <laughs> the same idea. It's the same premise in both books. So, yeah, where spaceships go to die and Aquaman, Andromeda number one, both deal with Point Nemo. Um, yeah, three out of five on both of them. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> not two out for the price of one. Let's see what we got here. Yeah. Ooh, come here, come here, come here. Let's go to the colors. Let's see what we got. Uh, yeah, eight Jedi. New Aquaman book feels like uh Cameron style Aquaman pitch. Like what, what was that movie? Cocoon? Was it Cocoon? Abyss. The Abyss. Abyss. Yeah. Did he do Cocoon? He didn't do Cocoon. That was Ron Howard. Oh, Ron Howard. Same. The eighties was just a blur, man. That's why I don't know who Kate Bush is. Anyway, oh, uh, <laughs> let's see. Now we're going to, okay, so now it's on me. We're going to talk about Dark Crisis. Yes, this is another crisis. I did DC. not read this book. You did not read this. I, I kind of figured you wouldn't. Why do you <laughs> like if tell I me about it? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think if I would bit money, I'd be like, Eli's not going to read this Dark Crisis, you know, or any crisis for that matter. But yeah, this is another another crisis, but this is the crisis, the end all crisis. Uh, and I still really don't know what this book is about. All we know so Didn't far they say is that just, with uh, death metal or something. Or yeah, what? like actually they said it before death metal. This is the crisis to end all crisis. We're not gonna do any more yeah. crisis. Then they the made him do another crisis. Right, the anti crisis. That's what got Dan Didio fired. Because like we're gonna do a crisis. We're gonna do the crisis. You're fired. Do this crisis. Did that crisis. Now we got another crisis. I don't even know what. Why are we? I don't know. Anyway. Let's talk about this book. <laughs> but anyway, for don't know what happened. The book before this, or two books before this, Just League is dead. Dead. Like, dead, dead. Like, turning to ashes. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, all your favorites. Dead. John Stewart, dead. So, dead. now you got a bunch of new dudes running around. And Hal Jordan. <laughs> Why Hal Jordan, I don't know, but he's just here. Anyway, let's get into it. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. So, it basically starts off with the, uh, with the, and this is an awesome panel. This is like a poignant panel where they in front of the hall of justice who and all it? the super Who's okay the, the artist i don't know i don't know who this guy is he's awesome though they need to give him a raise because it's not it's not a normal guy they use you know but oh, yeah, this panel is good. awesome yeah so uh it's nightwing basically they hold an vigil you know they're holding a ceremony from the hall of justice basically talking about how we missed the justice league and just league is going to carry on through all of us and we need to carry on their legacy and they built statues of all the Justice league members in front of the hall of justice you know uh, you know, and just, just have a conversation. Meanwhile, in the distance, you can see some other guys holding candles at the top of the building, and it turns out it's the Legion of Doom, or I'm just calling Legion of Doom just because they are, and they're led by Deathstroke. So all that bullshit that would happen with the Alpha War or what, whatever shit you read, Eli? Shadow War. Shadow, Shadow War. War. Doesn't matter. <laughs> and it was all written by the same guy. 
<laughs> so he like oh. even he doesn't care what happened. Oh, Williams is Joshua Williamson writing this. He's he's writing this shit. Yes. Oh, okay. So yeah, so he didn't care. So he blows out a candle also for the Justice League. You know, Daniel. So, what did it say? Daniel who? Uh, oh yeah, just show me Daniel Sam. I've never heard of this guy before. Never heard of him. Yeah, don't know. Oh, Andre Sanchez and colors, right? Yeah. All right. Oh, so job. we have the U.S. Yeah, good job. Yeah. So we have the U.S. Capitol, and you got Superman and Flash punching uh cult members, and like, who are these guys? And one, yeah, Cobra. You know, now there are rumors that GI Joe Cobra got their Cobra from these Cobras, but we're not gonna go there. It's all rumors, speculation. We don't know. <laughs> you know. Uh, anyway, they're tearing up the Capitol. We're not going to get into it. I already know people are going to go there. We're not going to go there. You know. <laughs> uh, anyway, Cobra is just beating, uh, just tearing up shit. And they're just like, it's Cobra. These guys are like B-listers. Why are they just destroying shit like that? And the reason they're destroying shit, and meanwhile, every page has a uh, crosshair on a different superhero, but we're going to get into it later on. It's Deathstroke. Fuck it, it's Deathstroke. Uh, anyway, the thing is, Cobra is doing all this watch, and basically, it's all over the earth. Everybody, super villains are all over the place, just just all acting all crazy, willy nilly, in every part of the country. Basically, because the Just League's dead, so they're like the so Just League's dead. It's it's free reign. We just do whatever we want to, you know. So while they're sending out more tanks about to attack the capital, okay, a big boot goes down, so we know who that is. It's Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan's just like, look, I went on vacation in the first time in years. I come back and y'all letting Cobra run crazy. What the hell? What the hell's going on? And like, uh, you know, just leave it dead, right? Like, wait, what? And so, and so, like, who told you the Just League was dead? So then they go to Black Adam. Black Adam told the Just League was dead. He was like, man, Hal, uh, Hal Jordan was crazy. Uh, me, I was with the Just League. We were running down, fighting these bad guys, and it was like Dark Side, Ares, Doomsday spectre switch sides all the evilest dudes of the evil dudes came in and whooped our ass but then this dude called pariah came down there wiped them out with ass just like it was nothing just pointed his finger at him and killed everybody i was the only one that escaped by my lightning and i barely got here with my life to save but sorry i couldn't save the justice league and how do it just look like the fuck so you're telling me the only person that told you the just league we did was black adam the dude that tried to just kill us a couple weeks ago I'm like well his story checks out like, it's Black Adam. How the fuck his story check out? You know, so they ask all the mystics and all the supervillains and all stuff like that. And everybody's saying the same thing. Like, uh, we can't find the Just League. Like, nowhere in the multiverse, you know. And basically, Hal's looking like, look, Hal's uh, looking at Wally just like, look, I understand the uh, Superboy back there. But you, Wally, I'm disappointed in you. Barry trained you better than this. What do you do at a crime scene when you first get there? You follow the evidence. Exactly. You follow the evidence. So that's what we're going to do. Find out what happened. Make sure that Just League is dead. Don't just go by Black Adam's testimony because that didn't even make any damn sense right there. You know, and Superman's like, well, what about uh, all the people that are all the supervillains that are, you know, doing crazy shit? Well, that looks like a job for Superman. You want to be Superman, right? Put on your big boy pants and they just fly and run off. They're like, oh, shit. So, you know, so John's just like, well, what the fuck I do? So he stares there, look at the Trinity, you know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman looks at him. He's like, well, what should I do? You know? And he looks at his dad. He's like, I know it. I know what I'm going to do. And then he flies off. You know, Brazil. I just like saying that street fighter shit. But anyway, they go to Brazil. (laughs) So you already know what he's doing. He's going to find Wonder Girl. Uh, She's getting a fight. It's it's a rain for a rain fire going on. It's called by some kind of hell demon shit like that. Uh, He goes there. I'm going to skip past here because I don't care. Anyway, he tries to recruit Wonder Girl. She says no. Uh, Moving on. New York. 
He tries to recruit Black Batman. Uh, yeah, BIPOC he, Batman. BIPOC Batman. That's right. <laughs> so he goes there. He's chasing out some bad guys, stuff like that. Superman shows in, takes him out, no problem. You know, and he's just like, "What the fuck you do that for?" He was like, "I was trailing them so they could leave me their supplier." Now that you just beat them, now I don't know what a supplier is. You're like, "What shit?" Uh, well, you want to join the Just League? You're like, no. Well, the Just League need a Batman, and he did joining y'all. Well, go ask one of the Robins. <laughs> you know, I'm out. And so he just drives off, and that's it. You know, <laughs> see, like shit. So the next page, the next panel is basically him asking anybody at this point, just in the like <laughs> anybody he can find. Anybody oh, would say yes. He just asking them. You know. So he finally gets to uh Black Adam. He's like Black Adam. I want to show you something. I have recruited the Justice League, and you look at the team, and you got like Harley Quinn and Aqualad and. Doctor Light, Gold. Killer Frost, and Booster Gold. So Pete, this Great. this panel was leaked online like weeks ago. People were like, "What the fuck?" But guess what? When Black Adam sees it, he says the same thing. Like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, this ain't no damn Justice League. <laughs> he like, "Come on, man, we can do this, man. Join my team, man. Join the Black, join the Justice League." He like, "This ain't no fucking Justice League." He like, first off, how old are you?" <laughs> and then he looks at Killer Frost. This one gonna stab you in the back. He looks at Harley Quinn. This one's crazy. Ain't gonna stab you in the back. Uh, Fish Boy, he's okay. But the rest of them, and, and like, and why do you need two blue beetles? I said the same thing <laughs> in a post. It's like, like hey, plus the rest of these guys suck, man. What the hell are you doing, man? He's like, first off, these aren't Justice League members. They need the Justice League, not children. You know, look, son of Kalel, you trying to run before you can walk. I know what you're trying to do, but you're not ready for this. Plus, we know who needs to lead a Justice League team. Not this Justice League team, a real Justice League team. And it cuts to Nightwing. That's who needs to run the Just League team. Just cut to Nightwing. Just cut to this shit. He's training them. I do want to say this. Like, so the Teen Titans are back, even though they were never a thing in the New 52. Cyborg's acting like he just all buddy-buddy with everybody, even though he wasn't even with them. But now he's with them. So, booyah. Okay. So, anyway, um, one of the Teen Titan recruits has a bomb strapped to his chest, and it blows up. So it blows up part of uh, Teen Titans Tower. And meanwhile, with Teen Titans Towers, you got the whole bunch of bad guys, the Legion of Doom, rushing in there. Let's just break them down. So you got uh, Wolfman right here, Skeletor, uh, Miles Morales, Cardi B. So, and just a whole bunch of people just running around here, just just attack everything, you know. Uh, And leading them by Deathstroke. So Deathstroke is like fucking evil now. Why? I don't know. I didn't read that Alpha book. I don't know. And who the hell is this? Why does she have a, a, a apron on? I don't know. Anyway, bad guys. So they find Beast Boy and they're just like, Beast Boy was spying on you. And he's like, you won't stop us, Slade. You won't tear down the Teen Titans Tower. They're like, I don't want to tear down the Teen Titans Tower. I want to leave it up as a graveyard for you. And he points a gun at Beast Boy and bam, shoots him in the Dead. face. Dead. Dead. Out of there. <laughs> so uh, we go to the second multiverse, and basically you got Pariah out there, you know, basically saying, I killed Justice League, but the Justice League needed the darkness because the darkness, how they were made, a blown up planet, dead parents, they need the darkness. So what I'm going to do is rebuild my own Justice League using the symbols of the old Justice League, and I'm going to destroy the multiverse. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? So... What? yeah huh? so the ending what? i'm like what the fuck huh yeah <laughs> i guess i guess it just leaves me back i don't know i don't know i don't know what the fuck's going on that's what i'm saying it's like 
it's See, this great. is why. This is why I didn't <laughs> No, here's the thing, Eli. I'll be honest with you. When jo- Josh Williamson was right now, I don't, I don't like that guy. I don't like him. I think he's very mid-tier, C-level. He's workmanlike. He's there when you need to get a job done. If you need a big crossover event, you don't get that guy. Because if you get that guy, you get mediocre shit like this. That's my thing. You want you need your heavy hitters. You need your Scott Snyder's, even though he's gone, you know, doing shit. But whatever he's doing, you need that. Fuck. Well, no, don't get Bendis. Don't get Bendis. I just thought about that. No. Hell no. <laughs> Grant Morrison or <laughs> Grant, no, because we're going to be spending five months just trying to figure out and breaking down the first issue of Grant Morrison doing so. Yeah. Uh Broke yeah. Detective Chimp, head of the Justice <laughs> Right. <laughs> just weird shit, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that's my thing, six one six man. They just rebooted it. They just rebooted it, like maybe not even a year ago. They're always they're rebooting it every fucking like every year. At, at least a, it used to be a it used to be a five year gap. It used to be a five year gap at first. Five year gap. Let's do some tidying up. Let's do some house cleaning. Let's do some little stuff. This wasn't even a year ago. They rebooted everything, and now they're redoing it again. What? Yeah, the no. dark death metal or the dark yeah death metal, and then they had the the future state. And uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. yeah, then rebirth, but and they they just gonna do it. They're gonna reboot it next year. So fuck it. This is why. Uh, this is why. That's why I let you. I, I, I do. You, I you, did you like. <laughs> yeah, I did like the shitty Justice League scene. I did like that. That that was. Yeah, that it, was it had its moments. It, was funny it had its moments, moments. but yeah. overall, the story is like, huh? Why? Okay. Well, what you got? <laughs> um. What do I have? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, am I doing poison? Poison Ivy now? Mm-mm, not yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Well, the only other one I got <laughs> is this. Um, the very last final girl, or no? It's the ve- the the last. Hold on. Let me let me. Oh, look, very... look, I got it. I got it. I got it. The very final last girls <laughs> number two. Yeah. Yes, I can remember it either. So, <laughs> yeah, um, which the the last final girl is actually a book by Stephen Graham Jones, that Native Harder writer, which I've actually mm-hmm. it was a slasher novel, which I've actually read. So, uh, yeah, so this is the very the last very final girls or some <laughs> I forget already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the very final last girls. So this is a horror book. This is basically. It's got a kind of kind of kind of a cool premise. It's an indie book. I forget what the label is called. Who does it? But um, it's it, this this girl. She survives like a zombie outbreak. You know, zombie out. You know, zombies running around. She's boarded up in her house with her sister, who's who's sick. I think she got bit, but she cut off her limb, limbs and shit. But then the government comes in and rescues them, and they throw her into this like secret government program where other girls who have survived metaphysical horror situations like slashers or, you know, haunted houses or any kind of, you know, alien invasion, you know, dream, dream sorcerers like Freddy Krueger type guys, any girl who survived that, they get thrown into this program where they are training and rehabilitating them. So it's basically a group of final girls teaming up um and there seems to be a threat going on some sort of weird um supernatural killer is going around doing shit 
and um, it's only two issues so far. Kind of a it's cool. It's a cool idea. It just drags a little bit, but the idea I think is strong enough where I think I'm going to keep reading this because I am a horror fan. I dig slashers. I dig you know the idea of yeah the final girl is a motif in horror movies now. The last remaining survivor who has to take yeah, on Ripley's the killer. Ripley's the final girl. You know Ripley's the final girl. Sidney yeah. Prescott, Laurie Strode, um, and normally yeah. hey, oh, Sarah Connor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nan, yeah, that that's that that was a slasher motif. Yeah, and Nancy it's almost from, a trope. Like when they, they when they are final girls, when they come back in the sequels, they come back as badasses. Yeah, Nancy from uh, Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I, I dig the idea that all these final girls get together and form some sort of super team, you know, and take on a threat. I think that's pretty cool. So. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So, like, I, like I said, it it drags a little bit, <clears throat> but the idea is strong enough where I think I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. So I give it a four out of five, just for. Yeah. And, and plus, the cool cover idea. is a, a a homage to what Friday Thirteenth, first one. Friday Thirteenth, yeah. Yeah. So I, I know a little something, Eli. You know. And the and the first issue it was a homage to Evil Dead, had an Evil Dead, uh, you know. Right, it had <laughs> hand up and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, is so, yeah. so all right I, I check it out if you're in the horror indie horror so yeah yeah all right so next we're going to do and i why i didn't do this with first uh thor number what is it 26 are we really that high up anyway hulk versus thor this Enter book War. is getting nutty and nuttier as we go along uh you, you did read it didn't you okay yeah i, did, I know yeah. you read it. okay yeah this book is is it's, it's getting out there it's getting out there like i said hulk versus thor i think this is issue i mean part four of this storyline i think I think yeah. remember uh, for those who haven't been keeping up is what's going on is that Hulk got so angry that he recreated the gamma bomb that created him times a thousand. And it was enough to Hulk out Thor. So Thor is a Hulk now, you know, yeah. Thor's man. He's been infected. Yeah. That, that was a thing in the, the Al Ewing uh, series Hulk, any Hulk being she Hulk, you know, mm-hmm. Regular Hulk, Joe Fix It, uh, Bobination, anybody who has who's been infected with gamma can now infect other people around them with gamma. Yeah. And, and they even name Hulk. it. They even name it in this book. Like what's the name of the thing that could do it? But we'll we'll jump into it. Okay. So, like I said, Thor Thor is Hulk. Hulk is Thor or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it come into play because like I said, he smashed the rainbow bridge. So that sounds like some hand. Buddhism shit, like emptiness right. is form, form is emptiness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it starts off with Thor as the Hulk, and he of course he says, Thor smash. So he smashes into that celestial uh iron monger buster hulk thing. We like to just smash the good shit, you know. Uh and then the celestial armor tries to just defend itself shooting thor hulk uh and then he rips his arm off and beats him with it i love it anytime a comic does it i love it you always get a plus for me on that uh so and meanwhile tony is outside of it just look like man what the hell you know and he's like man stay back thor calm down this isn't you and thor is about to turn him into a a finely minted paste with the punch you know before he can do it hulk shows up smacks him punches him through that celestial hulk buster or through a mountain one of them or both i don't know and then tony's <laughs> like Bruce and he's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, Bruce isn't home. They're like, oh shit. He's like, you might want to run, <laughs> you know. And that's when Thor comes back and just smashes right into him. Thor is just like a final girl, his damn self, run away and shit. <laughs> uh, and 
Tony, uh, Thor is just being the living fuck out of Hulk. Because like I said, he's Thor plus Hulk. So right at this point, Hulk is getting his ass whooped, you know. And then he cocks back and just like, Thor smash, you know, just the caves his rib, uh, caves his chest in, you know. Meanwhile, what goes into uh, Banner's head, and he can feel the effects like in his head. And Odin's just like, what the hell, uh, Banner? You going to help me get my son back? Or you're gonna sit there and be a weakling like you always been, like everybody say you are. He's like, no, I'm, I'm gonna help out. Okay, good. All right. So what do we need to do? And Banner's are like, okay, what we need to do? Okay, Ban- uh, Hulk is the main personality in the Starship right now, so I have to uh, override the ship and take over control so I can take the personality back. And Otis is like, okay, I'm pretending like I understood half of the shit you just said, but what do you need me to do? They're like, okay, I might need a favor. We don't know what the favor is, but we're going to cut back later on to find out what the favor is. All we know is that Odie's just like, oh, hell no. <laughs> you know, I uh, love anyway. it when I love it yeah. when Donnie Cage tries to be clever. <laughs> we, we see the shit coming a mile away, but let's just pretend. Let's pretend like we don't know. Like we've never read a comic before. What's going to happen? Yeah. You know, this is uh, going to be a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, more shit of Thor and Hulk just beating the shit out of each other, stuff like that. And Tony's just like, man, I got to get the hell out of here. You know, anybody help me out? So the ro- ra- uh, the Ravens, what Hugin and Mugen, whatever their name is, I can't remember their names. Uh, they basically, yeah, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw, whatever the fuck their name is, you know. All right, so he, so they talk to him and like, Tony, we're gonna get you out of here. You're like, you gonna be out of here. So the Rainbow Bridge pops up and it's Sif, you know, Sif is there. She's just like, uh, I brought you here, Tony. So what I'm gonna do now, I'm gonna bring Thor up here. He's like, no, that is a bad idea. I don't know if you've seen what's going on down there, but that is a bad idea. Uh, Tony, I can see everything, I know what's going on down there. So the thing is, if Thor is out of control, Hulk is not going to be able to stop him. The sort of Asgard is going to be the one to stop him because no one else is allowed to stop Thor other than us, you know. Uh, so that's when Thor, you know, just getting the shit kicked out of him by, well, now Hulk is starting to fight back, so kind of like, kind of even. But Sif is trying to rainbow bridge him up to Asgard, and he stops her from doing it. He has to grab the ground like, no, I'm not going. <laughs> So she like this is the first she like nose bleeding you know it's like that like dark phoenix shit oh he's too powerful you know and it gets to the point that Thor breaks the rainbow bridge how cause reasons you know so the rainbow bridge is broken so that mean the teleporting shit to Asgard you can't do it because you need the rainbow bridge the Bifrost bridge to do it so done so uh, so now they're screwed they have no way to get Thor off of their planet. You know, or anybody on the Asgard for that, that reason. Yeah. Uh, so, so yes, the Bifrost is is gone. Like it's never been broken before. It's been broken a bunch of times. But anyway, Thor's just like, oh yeah, we're we're totally screwed now. He's gone. The Thor I knew, he's gone. And and Ban is like, no, I can still stop him. He's like, no, we can't let you stop him. Like whatever, I'm not gonna join you. Whatever left of your brain that hasn't gone crazy yet, I'm not joining in your crazy ass game. He's like, no, you need me to stop him because and i can't stop him as hulk because if i stop him as hulk that thing called titan he keeps saying titan like titan yeah. is going to come out of me and possess thor and it's going to possess me and it's going to destroy everything now unless you help me out now about that favor now we go back to the favor so Odin say hell no at first but now he's like well i got no choice so bend over <laughs> i don't know what the favor was but anyway uh so yeah the thor is just like oh uh, leave thor alone you know the same shit we mean always saying it's like that so anyway monier is flying past him he thinks monier is coming to him but actually like breaks his arm 
you know, and flies right past him. Uh, he's like, hammer, ho, ho. And it actually, and so Banner is back in the driver's seat now. And Otis is like, you better be right about this. He's like, well, if I'm not, bitch, we're going to find out. So he take, he Hulk grabs the hammer and uh, taps it on the ground, which if you read the old Stanley Jack Kirby run, if you tap on the ground and you got Molnir, he who is worthy possess the power of Shazam. Yeah, that guy. So now you have Thulk, Hulk, Thor. I'm trying to, okay, we're going to combine this. So is, is it, is it Thulk? You know what? Whore. I'm going to call him whore. I was just about to say whore. whore. <laughs> the mighty whore. <laughs> That's the name of this podcast. The mighty whore. <laughs> and he's like, you want it back? He's like, give me my hammer back. And so they just running each other. And you know, they do a whole Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gate, uh, NES shit. They about to clash and boom, they hit and destroy the planet. So that Crack black hand, doom. <laughs> crack of doom. So that black hand of God or whatever it is, gone. They destroyed it with a punch. So this is turning some crazy, like uh YouTube screw attack death battle shit, you know, that we always <laughs> bet on and shit. It's turning into that. So I don't know, Eli. It's it's getting so crazy. I, I almost want to say they're jumping the shark. I don't I don't, but I don't know if I'm there yet. But I don't know how much farther you can it's get. It's just big, know? stupid fun. Yeah, <laughs> let's just let's just get crazy. Hulk Thor versus Thor Hulk. Okay, yeah, whatever. You know, yeah. Uh, some people say Marvel is kind of be lazing on this because oh, let's just give people more powers of the other people. You know, turn Black Panther into Spider Man, just go at it. You know, but whatever. You know, yeah. This is why we still read. So I said in issue one, this is why we read comics so we can watch superheroes punch each other, and that's all this is. It's superheroes punching each other. <laughs> right, and it just they just destroyed a planet. What do you expect, man? Now we on now we on Dragon Ball we, Z level shit, you know. <laughs> and we said this a year ago, like we said like last year when when the Immortal Hulk ended, and Thor like didn't Thor kill Galactus? Right, <laughs> wearing Thor his helmet on the back for all you, yeah. you got whore or Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> you whore. You got Hulk. <laughs> you got Hulk who killed like basically the devil. Down in the in the in the the, the green door and the, the the one below all. So yeah, like these two mm. god killers against each other. We knew they were going to destroy the whole universe. And we said this last year. You know, when we <laughs> saw this you yeah. uh, the mighty no, the mighty whore. We're making it a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag mighty whore. <laughs> mighty whore. <laughs> oh, you sexist bastards. Anyway, all right. Uh, so so you you got you only got one book left, right? We'll, we'll rate it, man. Would you rate it? <laughs> hmm. Destroy the planet. It's just stupid fun, man. I'm gonna give it an eight, man. I'm, I'm gonna go to four out of five. Four out yeah, of five. Man. It's stupid fun. It's stupid they're fun. Just, just have fun. Yeah, they're destroying the galaxy with their balls, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> just do it. Just go nuts. You know, fuck it. <laughs> they're just dropping nuts all over the galaxy and just wrecking shit. Because <laughs> it really is just like, how far can you just just go? Whatever yeah. you think you go, just go past that. You know. They're just too. Yeah. Them, too... The mighty horror. Exactly. We are we are hashtagging. We are coining yeah. a phrase. Anytime you hear it, it came from this podcast. The mighty horror. Yeah. Just two uh, big muscle bound dudes whipping out their dicks and just wrecking <laughs> everything. That is that Greg is true, Heinsberg. You are right. Yes. Greg Pak did have like an actual storyline with his crazy shit he was doing. <laughs> this is no storyline. This is just just fuck shit up day. Just go nuts. Go crazy. Well, that was you know the point. Yeah. Yeah, but that was the point of Donnie Cates' books. Because he was all just setting up big giant battles. There was it was all just set up for big a big fight. He did that, like, and I said I I I dropped. I, I stopped reading his his Hulk run. I was like, this 
he's just going to fight Thor. Just tell me when they start fighting. You <laughs> right. know? Same thing with Venom. I stopped reading Venom because Null is coming. Null is coming. Fine, Null is tell coming. me when Null... Right. Yeah, when Null shows up, let me know so I can see the big giant fight. And it was just a big giant stupid fight. And it was right. awesome. Everybody fighting everybody. <laughs> yeah, big galactic yeah. wars. Yeah. And that's just Donny Cates. That's what he does. He just writes his 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 series just sets up a big stupid fight. Right. That's so yes, is there any you know meat or meaning to? No, there's no, no. theme. Nothing to break down in this one. You know, it's just a what is Donny Cates really trying to say? No, what is he really trying? He's trying to say two big dudes to beat the shit out of each other. That's all he's yeah. trying to say. Nothing else. And that's he got two toys smashing into each other. That's all he's doing. And when it comes down to it, that's the only reason why we still read comics. <laughs> yeah, it's, we just want to see people beat the shit out of each other, man. Yeah. Everything didn't have to be Watchmen. Yeah. Shit, fuck it, just fight each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just it's just big stupid fun, and I'm I'm digging it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so, all right, what, all what you right, got well, to say? Well, all I got is, can I do poison ivy? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you now you can do poison ivy. You do poison ivy. Roll the reason because I I want to join in on the conversation before I actually well, read it. Yeah, also. you can join in, man. You can. Uh, no, you no, it's, you take a point. You take a point, but let me at all least right. pull up the graphics. I pull up the okay. graphics. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, so, yeah. But I had, you can I, you can do I, it. I did have an image. I mean, I had an image, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> it took me all of ten seconds to get it. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, one thing though, I want to talk about this poison everything. Whoever did this variant cover, Chef's Kiss. I don't know who did it, but yeah. Is that Frank Cho? That looks like a Frank. It Frank wasn't Cho Frank Cho. Always... I don't think it was Frank Cho. I don't think so. Even though it's very make Frank it, Cho ish. It all bubblicious and shit <laughs> yeah see that's why everybody wanted megan fox to be uh uh poison at one time you know because they want oh i just want to see a scene where Mar- uh margot robbie and megan fox and just just make out for an hour and a half and there you go that's your movie you know so i guess so i don't know nah man get uh, get iced tea's wife coco or something <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> some video vixen just <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like, why does Poison Ivy have a twerk scene in this, in this movie? <laughs> because. <laughs> Just because. because. Of science, reasons, yeah, <laughs> the plot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> oh, let's, let's do this. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so this go is ahead. G. Willow Wilson, right? Yeah. G. This Willow is G. Willow Wilson. See, G. Willow Wilson is a big thing this week because, like I said, we talked about uh, Miss Marvel, and his storyline is basically based off her Miss Marvel storyline. Yeah. On. Just, yeah, and, and yeah, like Kamala I said, Miss, uh, Marvel was 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 you know pimping her out all throughout the series. Oh, we have a Muslim. We have representation of a Muslim writing a Muslim character. She's a white Muslim though. I mean, is it the same? Is it? Eh, I don't know. That's just me. But yeah. But yeah, what what do we got? You said it. I just did. <laughs> oh, I'm can all the fucked up shit you say on here, but I'm canceled now. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so um, basically, this is just Poison Ivy going around, just being Poison Ivy. She's sick of humanity fucking up the earth, and she's going to go fucking destroy humanity. And she's got um, some sort of, yeah, she's tied to the green. Well, uh, I think she lost her tied to the green. I, I think she lost her tied to the green because she was with green at first, but I think she lost it. Yeah, because I'm not current on that swamp thing, the Ram V swamp thing. I've been reading that. Um, mm-hmm. And I haven't been reading any sort of poisonous. I didn't know what's going on before this, but um, but she's obviously pissed off at people, and she's going around infecting people with this gnarly ass, you know, uh, poison. Poison. Now some people are some people <laughs> turning are turning them into plants. This. Turn them in, no, actually turn them into fungus, like mushrooms. Yeah, well, fungus. But, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, but but some people say that's a that's a continuity error or or you know a plot hole. I'm not that deep in the swamp thing lore, but okay. So for people that don't know about swamp thing, because this is deep in the swamp thing shit. So swamp thing is the avatar of the green. They keep talking about the green, but you also have other elements like the gray, which is the dead, the red, which is the blood or, or animals or people. The, the clear, which is water. Whatever, yeah. yeah, all this stuff. So, so different colors represent different elements of the fundamentals of DC Universe, you know. So, but they say since Poison Ivy has fungus powers now, the fungus, since it's dead as a parasite itself, it actually represents the gray, not the green, which the gray is the rot. The well, dead. the rot, yeah, the rot or whatever. Right. The rot. So, so is- they're saying she, she's using powers of the rot, not of the green. So the gray, not the green. Now, they didn't say anything uh. about the great in this comic, but maybe G. Willow Wilson will bring that out later on in this book. I don't know. Like in another story. But so that we sounds can't like say a it's a very interesting hole. conversation. This, this is some like deep I said, shit now. Like, <laughs> like I said, we may be <laughs> reading way more into this poison ice <laughs> book you know, than we yeah. should, but I think that's where they might be going with it. But I don't know, you know. But that's what it, and another thing, well, I'm going to let you keep going on, but I want to talk about these mushrooms after the book is over with. But what else we got? Um, but 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 that's all she's doing. She's something. Then there, the, she got into an argument with with Harley at some point. Basically, mm-hmm. she's lost herself. She, well, she, well Har- Harley brought her back to life because she because Wally West killed okay. her. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. I didn't even know that. That's how I'm not going to get into I'm why gonna... the reason why yeah. it, it's a thing. He went on a killing spree. Yeah. Uh, people get triggered yeah, if they hear about that. She, yeah. Yeah, but basically, yeah, she she's basically on this journey to get rid of humanity you know and she you know fucks up people along the way turns them into fucking mushrooms kills them and shit and oh, uh and easter, yeah um easter egg easter egg i don't know if everybody saw this okay so the shirt that harley quinn <laughs> wearing right now is frank frank the plant from the harley quinn cartoon oh so, the show he, okay the show yeah, he did, doesn't I'm exist anywhere but that, yeah. yeah i just looked at it, i was like oh frank is there okay uh let's yeah. see i remember dc user and positive clay base banging what 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 what? I don't remember that either. I don't remember any of this shit. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that's new to me. Six one six. You got me on that one. So yeah, but okay. Yeah, um, but that's about all I can. You know, uh, that's about all I got. I mean, I liked it. I really dug on it. I, I you know, mm-hmm. she's talking about yeah, it's very uh, environmental environmental message. Humans fucking up the world, ruining the environment. She's pissed off about it. Um. And I'm, she's pretty sadistic. That's what I dug about this. She's that, pretty that's sadistic. That's what I like about it also. Yeah. Yeah. She's Be, like, because well, that, that's the thing about it. Because, like I said, Poison Ivy is a supervillain. And the problem I have with a lot of these supervillain books that get their own books, they try to make them heroes, the heroes. good guys, anti heroes. Yeah. Even Dr. Doom, they're like, oh, let's kind of make him the hero of this story. No, yeah. Poison Ivy is just a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Poison Ivy is just a piece of shit the whole time in this book. She doesn't yeah. like I'm gonna be a hero or I'm gonna change my weight. No, she's just a piece of shit. She is exactly what you expect from Poison Ivy in this. Killing but people. But I like that she's a piece of shit. <laughs> exactly. I like she's a piece of shit. And she likes killing yeah. people. You know, yeah. That's the thing and about I, it. So she didn't yeah. pretend to be a hero or anything like that. You know. Yeah, she's not, it, not she's not, yeah. not it's not fluffy. She's not being a cute, the cute, pretty, fluffy poison ivy. She's right. Um, she's out straight up murdering people. She's not and trying like, to atone, you know, she's not on a yeah. redemption tour. Fuck all that. She wants to kill people. Yeah. That's what she wants to do, you know. And she's like, yeah, actually, and she even tells her victims, you know, this isn't really, 
bad what I'm doing. Your turn, your your death is you know giving life to other living things. So right because it's because <laughs> she's saying it's like with the green, it's a cycle. Like yeah. okay, if yeah. you die, your body goes to the green and it feels the green, so it's all death, death and rebirth. You know. Yeah. So and to her, it's all one thing. Which, you know, which is true. That's what it's supposed to. Happen. <laughs> right it's right you what would it attempt to ashes to ashes dust to dust all this stuff like that yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. now like, again, here's the thing philosoph- yeah. philosophical uh, uh especially if they bring the gray into it that's the thing like i said for the people that don't know that much about poison ivy yes she is a batman villain she started off as a batman villain still fights batman all the time but they started adding more like supernatural stuff into her where she's tied into the green. So Swamp Thing is just as likely to show up in this book as Batman. Matter of fact, she even says that I got to get out of here before the Bat family shows up or the green guy because yeah. I don't want problems with either one of them, you know. So, uh, yeah. but here's the thing, Eli. One thing you have never asked me on this. Okay, we got to get at this because we said we talked about poison on that. One thing you have never asked me on this podcast, Eli, what am I most scared of more than anything in this world? It ain't Large Marge from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. So that's second. <laughs> <laughs> the first. <laughs> Let me see if I go to it. So the more the first thing I am scared of more than anything in this world. I'm gonna see if I can go to it. It actually is in this Poison Ivy book. Oh, oh. So this yeah, triggered you. It triggered me. Yes, I'm gonna see if I can go to it. The thing I'm scared of most than anything else in this world is cordyceps. This was scared of more than anything else in this world. Now, the reason I'm scared, of course, is for the, that's the whole, that's Poison Ivy's new power in this book. Now, hold on, let me see if I can get to the callers. Yeah, keep villains and villains and anti-heroes. Yes, keep villains as villains. Make villains villains again. Now, the reason yeah. I'm scared of cordyceps, because cordyceps are a real thing. Uh, Eli, you played the last of us, right? Uh, I not I, I didn't finish it, but yeah, I had played it. But, but you played it. You're familiar with it. You, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, okay. That's the like so, this. Yeah, the plant That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. The 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 last of us basically humans were infected by cordyceps. And that's what triggered the zombie apocalypse. Now, the thing is, cordyceps are real. Like I said, that's a butterfly right there that is infected by a cordyceps. So well, people don't know what cordyceps are. They're basically mushroom parasite fungi that can affect living creatures and basically take control of them. Now, for the most part, they've only been able to do like insects, small animals, things like that. They but they can control them. And basically move them however they want to. They can't affect humans, but it's always that what if? What if they could control humans? Or just if one, they did that, that's how the zombie apocalypse va- starts. One variant away. One variant virus. We're away one variant humans. away from a cordyceps <laughs> virus that wipes us all out. And we're gonna be looking like mushroom heads walking around just like the last of us. I'm gonna be like knocking on Eli's door, shit like that. Oh, I'm a mushroom head. Oh, I'm gonna eat you. You know, shit like that because some mushroom is controlling me. You know. So yes, cordyceps scare me more than anything else on this planet, and Large Marge. But yeah, um, uh, what do we got? There's a I movie called uh, "The Girl with All the Gifts." It's mm-hmm. uh, a zombie movie, but say it's just like the last. They're plant zombies. They they get infected with yeah. a, a plant virus and turn into like plant zombies. So, yeah, like cool. I said, if cordyceps ever mutate, in game. That's it. We're done. <laughs> so that's why this shit scares me more than anything else. But yeah. Oh. Uh, I really dug on this book. It's a toss up between this and the Banner War for Book of the Week for me. So, but I, I really enjoyed this. So, oh, it, I'll give it a five out of five. It was gory. It was like, yeah, it, it leaned into horror, like body horror yeah. thing, like the thing and shit like that. And like, yeah, like Last mm-hmm. of Us. And, uh, and Poison Ivy was fucking badass. 
know. See, I can't give it a five out of five yet because <laughs> I have to know whether or not that it, it ties into the gray. If it ties to the gray, five out of five. If it don't, I gotta give it a knock. I gotta knock it. I gotta knock it. <laughs> you know, gotta <laughs> make sure it's not a plot hole. That's it. Uh, should I do one more book or are we good? It's up to you, man. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Yeah. Last book I'm gonna do. Last book I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna do that bullshit CW Earth Prime Flash shit. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not. I'm gonna spare you on that. That was. Oh man, that book was terrible. But yeah. <laughs> uh, what about him? It was about his kids doing stupid shit. You know. Uh, let's oh. do Amazing Spider-Man number three. I'm doing Amazing Spider-Man number three. With your boy Ramita Jr. With with John Marita Jr. Yeah, I'm doing it. All right, let's jump into it. <laughs> I'm gonna just go into it. It's funny uh, that you're still on this book, and I I, I am I, because I I've started and I'm just like you know what I kind of want to know because they did leave on a nice cliff, cliffhanger last time, so I kind of want to know completion. where they go. You're a completionist. <laughs> I am a completionist. Yes. Uh, so yes this is a tombstone caught spider-man in the last book and they took him to his hideout in harlem and that's where the book starts so yes let's just jump into it all right so uh the book starts off actually with uh with uh mary jane's boyfriend husband we don't want to know what this guy is god damn it click okay we don't know who this guy is all i know he's just i'm gonna he's on the phone with mary jane he's gonna say look i'm I'm about to go see uh, peter parker i'm about to have a conversation with him and you just hear him on the phone don't worry i'm not gonna get violent yeah, I know what happened to the last guy, but he deserved that shit. You know, I'm going to just talk to Peter Parker. Don't worry about it. It's going to be cool. So he gets there, and the other guy that been, you know, been on Peter, looking for Peter for the last, you know, three issues, he's like, oh, you looking for Peter Parker? Me too. I'm looking for Peter Parker also. Like, what the hell you want? Well, Peter Parker owes the hospital $1,500, and he just skipped out on the bill, you know. So I'm here to collect the money. And matter of fact, that's why I've been on him. I've been on his aunt. And nobody wants to pay the money, and I'm here until he comes down and give me the money. He and the, uh, uh, Mary Jane's husband just like, how much does he owe you? He owe you fifteen hundred. You take Venmo, you take Cash App, okay. And they put their phones together, and that's it. Apparently, MJ's husband, boyfriend, babe, boo, whatever you're gonna call him, uh, pays off Peter's debts, and that's it, and leaves. You know, he was like, because I don't want uh Peter to get in trouble with it like that. So I'm pretty sure whatever he's doing, it, it's He's probably just sleeping, sleep, sleeping soundly. You know, we cut to what Peter's doing. He's getting his ass beat by Tombstone. I'm just cut to it. He's basically getting his ass beat by Tombstone the whole book. He's just getting his ass beat. Uh, Tombstone actually doesn't even care about unmasking him. He's like, I don't give a shit what your mask is. Uh, keep your mask. I want. I brought you here for a reason. You know. So pretty much the rest of the book is just him beating the shit out of Spider Man. And I then was he starts saying that yeah. that looks pretty good. <laughs> it, it does look pretty good look i'm gonna give credit where credit is due i'm not gonna sit here and hate on this dude just that actually is a good looking panel now I'm i did the- i did i did yeah. notice yeah some of the facial expression the conversation between those is oh yeah that's ramita <laughs> yeah but I'm, I'm gonna give credit to the anchor not ramita <laughs> i don't know who the anchor is <laughs> but the art look good the art look looks good i'm gonna give you credit on it but yeah uh, Spider-Man's trying to break out of the chains and normally uh, on metal chains he normally could break out of if he put like some oomph into it but no matter how hard he does he can't break out you know so uh, Tombstone is just steady beating his ass some more and he's like look I brought you here to teach you a lesson and basically he sees some guys walking in with roses he's like wait a minute what you doing all those roses he's like I ain't talking I'm not talking about roses I'm talking to you I'm going to teach you a lesson about lions and Spider-Man's like okay I don't know what that makes sense but okay yeah talking about lions so this skip don't care 
<laughs> Rewind, fast forward. Uh, anyway, this the he basically tells him a story about lions. He was like, okay, so uh, lions for the most part, knowing for hundreds of thousands of years, have only been on this earth. Mostly, mainly leave people alone. They don't mess with anybody. They stay within their comfort zone. But every now and then, they get a man eater. They go out. They'll attack man. They'll they'll fuck up the ecosystem. And people always and people smarter than me always try to find out reasons why they do that. Why does this one lion? go out of his way to screw it up for the rest of the lions. And people are saying because of science, because there's low food, maybe because he got a bad molar in the back of his mouth. But nobody ever blames the lion. Nobody ever just says, bad lion. That's the reason why the lion was out of control. So if an animal does some crazy shit, you'll always make some kind of excuse for why the animal did what he did. But if, uh, but if I kill a man, you try to throw me in the biggest cage you can. So you so you're a good guy, right? You have more respect for an animal than your fellow man. So here's the thing, good guy. You already assume, you already made up your mind that I'm the bad guy. You already say you already know what I am or what you think I am, but you never asked why I am. And it's funny, okay, okay, Alonzo, why are you? You're like, well, I'm glad you asked, Spider-Man. And then he goes into his whole backstory skip. Oh, okay. do we get a tubestone origin? We get a tombstone origin, which I think they may have told the store, but we're gonna go into it. Basically, the whole thing. He look kid, got his ass whooped, uh, sold his lunch money. He got tired of getting picked on. That whole thing. They they spent two pages of just saying. He's an shit. albino, right? He's albino. No, that's and that's the thing. Let me pause. Let me pause for a second. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> we're gonna pause for a second. Now here's the thing, Eli. That would have been the that would have been the reason right there. They could just say he's an albino. That's why he's super villain. But they don't go there. And I think me personally. Because it was a white writer. He doesn't want to go down that road. He's thinking it, but he doesn't want to go down that road. And just straight up say, he's an albino. That's why he's, yeah, a, that's why he's that, an asshole. That is a touchy that's situation. It's a touchy he's a, situation. He's a black character, yeah. he's a Yes, he's a black character. So if you have a white writer writing about colorism and racism, I think that may be a little bit more above his pay grade. Now, you get somebody like, you know... uh john ridley or somebody like that that would have been the first thing he would have went to that would have been oh, go yeah. time all Coates. you gotta do is just say <laughs> man coach would have had a field day with this man that would have been yeah. the whole book right there you it would have just been like him talking it'd just be <laughs> monologue and bubbles. Shit like that yeah <laughs> because that that would have been 22 page monologue <laughs> right because we've all grown up we've all went to school with albinos everybody had an albino in their school you know and albinos get picked on all the time by everybody they get picked on by white kids. They get picked on by black kids. They get picked on by ev- everybody, Asian, everybody. So all you got to say is, I was albino. I got tired of being picked on. I'm a super villain. But he tried to go into more detail. And I was like, that. Like, yeah, you ain't got to go into detail. Man. Just just say that. You could you spent two pages to say I'm albino. You know, uh, new Spider-Man reboot comic is back to base street level. He was right. He's not in space much like that. This is just boots to the ground street level, you know. Yeah, I now, mean, that, that's yeah. what made it interesting for me was the tombstone Arc right, that Tombstone is the main villain. Yeah, and Tombstone yeah. always been like that street-level bad guy. Now, here's yeah. the thing. Now, even though I say that this writer didn't want to go that level with Tombstone, like, you know, do the albino arc, because uh, there's a Black Lightning villain called Tobias Well, where he was also created by a white, white writer that went there. He straight up said it. I'm an asshole because I was albino. Everybody picked on me. So I'm just going to kill everybody. You know, they just went there. You know, so or maybe he didn't go there, but I, I'm pretty sure this guy don't know anything about black. I mean, and, and here's the thing. I mean, I, you know, I have a daughter with special needs, and um, and I her school is full of kids with 
you know, with, um, you know, special needs, you know, they're, they're born with diseases and rare, you know, physical disabilities, you know, mental disabilities. And it might be, it might be getting a little, a, a tired trope of having people with disabilities be portrayed as villains. As villains. Time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know in that community that they're getting tired of being portrayed as, yeah, the, the evil, the evil villain. The super villain, you know. <laughs> so mm. I'll just throw that out there, but you know, for 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 the woke crowd. Yeah. So hopefully, <laughs> you know, Marvel DC will ever. I know they don't listen to this shit, but I'm just saying, if they did, <laughs> you know, uh, remember when saying they'll battle twins in school, they had a hard time. Yeah, like I said, it's it's a thing. It's a thing. Bullying is a thing in school. Still is. I don't care. It could be 2045, 2050, 3005. It's bullying is going to be a thing. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, now back to the comic. <laughs> we got way off subject. <laughs> <laughs> it's tombstone's right. origin like i'm like, that origin. sounds cool to me though you know what I'm saying? yeah so so that's that's his place he's like so that's why i'm evil so basically uh people are always taking food out of my mouth so i'm gonna do everything and take food out of their mouths if they deserve it and any man trying to feed himself you can't there's no such thing as being a bad guy with that because if you got to feed yourself that's what it is so anyway the bad guys come down and they all dress like the roses henchmen and spiders are like why so you brought the roses men down here like no i didn't bring the roses men down here i got my men dressed up like the roses men they're gonna go up and they're gonna shoot up 125th street like wait what so since they're dressed like the rose uh people are gonna oh, think yeah. that the rose has something oh, yeah. to do with it so what's gonna happen is that your friends are going to come down and shut the roads down. Maybe Captain America, maybe Daredevil, maybe Rocket Raccoon. I don't give a shit who it is. They're going to take out my competition, and I'll be the number one guy left. Since you got me in this situation, your friend's going to get me out of this situation. It's and chess, not checkers. Exactly. So Tombstone is, is playing it. And you're like, matter of fact, Super and Spider-Man, that's a lesson I want to teach you before we kill you. So before he leaves, he's just like, all right, now kill Spider-Man. I'm gone. He, but he's doing the evil Batman 60s shit. He's leaving before they kill Spider-Man. <laughs> like, why the fuck you leaving? You know, and, yeah. and Spider-Man. I'm gonna like, tie you up to this giant glue machine. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it'd be like Austin Powell, like, come on, Dad, we got a gun. We can kill him right now. <laughs> like, no, he's gonna just leave, you know. And he's like, I learned my lesson, Tombstone. Learn my lesson. He's like, not nah, well, you learned it too late. All right, goodbye, Spider-Man. Godspeed, you know. And then he closed the door on him. And you see the guy cock the gun and to be continued. So that's uh, in the book. Yeah. Uh, damn that's gonna clip cool. it's pretty cool like i said it's tombstone has I'm always like, been an interesting villain you know but yeah. like i said street level is hard for a lot of comic writers to do that unless you're a good comic writer this comic writer is a lot better than joshua williamson so i, I have faith in him so uh yeah. and like i said he he has tombstone down pack maybe uh, and now that you broke it down eli maybe it's a good thing they didn't go out there oh i'm albino because i'm evil you know so yeah. uh remember why albino twins yo I mean, yeah, it, it could, I mean, that could, that could not be the sole purpose. Right. Of, 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 I mean, it could have been part of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, but his main all, thing, uh, yeah. You know. But, but the main thing, he was bullied. That's the thing. He was bullied. Yeah. He got tired of people kicking shit out of him. Turns a bad guy. So that's the main thing about it. So, yeah. um, yeah. Any, any other books you got or? No, I'm all booked out. You know? all right. Before we shut down, before we shut down, I do want to make an announcement. Oh, I made it on. Oh, who we got? Who we got? Before we get up out of here, let's see. Oh, uh, ben is good. Venice is good at street level stuff. Yeah, Venice is good. Matter of fact, even when he wrote Superman, when he tried to make Superman street level, I like that shit. It's when yeah. the cosmic Jor-El 
Rogozar shit, I didn't like. That's the shit that got oh. on my nerves. But yeah. Oh yeah, Rogozar. <laughs> yeah, Rogozar. Like what the but fuck? Daredevil, Bendis, Daredevil. That shit was dope. That shit is <laughs> legendary. That shit is legendary. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so uh but yeah i want to make an announcement uh we hit a milestone uh and i want to just talk oh, about that yes. real quick the milestone we hit is i don't know where we are right now we are at uh we crossed four thousand, and that is just on audio there's not counting video there's not counting youtube twitch facebook whatever like that this is and it to to just put in perspective the numbers didn't start until we didn't start counting the numbers until june 2020 july 2020 so this one, like in two year period, we hit about four thousand. Now I know Joe Rogan hits this in one episode in an hour. I know that we ain't Joe Rogan, <laughs> you know. We do what we can, you know. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to some of the people that hit us because there is one audience, United States. There is one. the The top one is Washington, and Seattle, Washington. Here's the thing, Eli. I think I know who that is. Oh, really? So if you're the person that I think you are that you are pretty much the number one person to listen to this podcast on audio shout out to you if i think i know you are if you are dm me it's not a, it's not like that it's we're cool i think we're cool are you you related to people in washington i i know some people in washington oh okay maybe i so that's why i think i know who it is but here's the thing eli we have some work to do we have an opportunity we call it an opportunity because the opportunity we have is that uh where is it where is it where is it Back it on up, back it on up, back it on up. Damn it, I was going to do a thing, but I can't do it now. <laughs> there it is. We have an opportunity because, yeah, we, we have all our listeners in Earth, but Mercury, <laughs> yeah, Venus, Mars. So until we get there, Eli, we have some work to do. We have, we, we can't rest on our laurels, you know. Yeah, we better, we better start studying our uranus culture <laughs> yeah now to be honest with you eli if we start getting hits in mars you know we're fucked right you know <laughs> oh we gotta kill these guys let's <laughs> oh yeah so appreciate everybody coming though we go keep cranking out some uh crazier shit and our regular out. listeners 616 my boss gabe shout you pop in every now and then yeah, keep shout out to you it, it's too many y'all name if, if we miss you yeah. you know yeah Fat T, cliff you know yeah because i was going to do a list know? on the episode 250 but i was like i didn't want to miss anybody and piss anybody off so yeah, yeah. so <laughs> if you're listening martians uranians <laughs> we, you know shout out to y'all uh and like i said we're going to shut it down i might end with a kate bush song because like i said man i ain't gonna lie man how the fuck did i miss that you were a little kid man you weren't emo you weren't too emo were you <laughs> No, man, like I said, not, I was not listening. that, you know, not no, that. No, man, I was breakdancing this shit at the time. Man. I was listening to Kate Bush, you know, I had the Michael Jackson thriller jacket on, man, with the zippers and shit. I had that shit, you know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel.
You and me